how do I pick and choose who to hire? You know, I could hire you, but are you my best choice? And if you, if you are, why? Or do you evaluate what's the best fit? I mean, there are times when you would say, you know what, I'm not really the best person for you. You should talk to this person. How do you pick a good marketing agency to do what you want to do? Yes. Uh, first of all, know what outcomes you want out of the collaboration and out of the relationship. Um, how hands-off do you want it to be? How involved do you want it to be? What's their style of operating their business? And how much say do you still have in, in what's going on and how much control are you willing to give over to them? Look at uh, you know what they specialize in, look at the results and the outcomes that they've achieved for other clients, ideally for clients who wanted something very, very similarly to what you want. It doesn't even necessarily have to be in the same industry because I don't know, you you can build a website for a realtor and you can build a website for a, I don't know, um, restaurant and you just switch out the copy and the images, but essentially you've been doing the same thing. So look at it from a smart per perspective and look at the commonalities uh, so you can judge their work. Uh, look at some case studies, look at how big their team is. Um, are they working with state-of-the-art technology? How accessible are they? Uh, do they work five days a week or do they work 24 seven? They have 24 seven customer service. Uh, pricing is important, obviously. Right. You know, how do you find out what kind of technology they're using and how many hours a day they work? I and mean, how do you, Oh, you should always have a conversation with them first. Don't just, just hire anybody blindly. So make sure you vet them. Um, most agencies and freelancers offer a free initial consultation so you can actually see them face to face like we see each other right now on Zoom, even if it's virtual and make sure they know what they're um, talking about. They get you, they they understand uh, what you want and they just know what they're talking about and they have good suggestions about the creative, obviously, but what's also important is um, good suggestions about the KPIs, the key performance indicators that you're actually going to measure success with. So you can see that it's been an investment and it's become an asset of your business instead of an expense. <laughs> and it's just, you know, a, a pretty looking feed that you can scroll through, but it really does nothing for you <laughs> other than that. So that's really important. Um, and yeah, look at that, you, you know, your values should align and you should get along with them well. And that it's just a, you know, nice collaboration and it just feels right. It also, you know, interpersonally, it has to do a lot Um with that too. So yeah, make sure that you, that you just make a good decision. Okay. <laughs> I think you'll know. Yes. Yeah. I, and if not, um, you know, don't let yourself be locked in, in some form of contract where you have to commit to like a year or whatever. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. That's not, that's not state of the art right now. If somebody's operating their business with that kind of model. <laughs> don't do games, it then yeah. you should be flexible. You should be able to walk away every month and, and whenever you want to, um, ask about your data. Who owns the data? Do you own your data? Can you do whatever you want with um, your content? Um, yeah. Ma oh, just important. make sure they're professional. There's non-disclosure agreements in place. Uh, they're not going to talk, you know, to other people about what they've done for your business or details that they've learned from your business, all of your passwords and things like that, your strategy, um, depending on what you work with an agency on the intellectual property that's created along the way 
who all, all, all of those questions, like, <laughs> um, yeah, just make sure everything, um, is professional and you have a good feeling going forward and then just go ahead. So do you have a document or a set of documents that addresses a lot of that? Like the, an NDA and, and who owns the intellectual property oh, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. You, you That's important. So, right. So yeah. I would just look at that, read it. Go, okay. This sounds good. Or it's missing something here. Let's put, add this in. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I imagine if I talk to five different marketers by that and look at their packet, if you will, uh, I could probably get a pretty good idea of what I need to ask for. Yes, absolutely. And then you also get a pretty good idea of what you're getting for your money as you as you're comparing the different options. Right. I have found, I've hired marketing people and I have found that I, I never know what I'm going to get until I get it. I mean, they all sound good. They're marketers, right? They know how to talk and, and, and <laughs> present things. But, you know, what do they give you? I mean, yeah. I hired a few people to do a logo for me and I was not particularly happy with some of it. And then I found a company that I thought they got me, you know, and, and as I was doing this podcast for successful business women aimed at women as an audience. And so I found a marketing agency that was run and owned by women and in the right age demographic. And I went, well, at least they should understand what I'm trying to do and have a good handle on how to do it. And I talked to them and they talked to me and turns out that they, they got it. And then they That's made perfect. me a logo. Right. And it was, and I, I liked it, even though I wasn't sure what I wanted. I said, just make me something, you know what I'm trying to do. Make me something that I'm going to like, keep it simple, but you know, make, make it something to match my personality and what I'm trying to do for my audience. And they, they got it, you know, on, on the first shot. So you can't always go by what they tell you. You have to, you have to sometimes put your money down and see what you get. Right. Yeah. Sometimes you have to do that, but ideally they'll have some things that they can show you. So you do get a feeling of what you can expect. Make sure that you talk about the deliverables. So you know mm -hmm. what you're going to get and what they have to deliver to you. Uh, deadlines and things like that is important too. Um, it's also you know, beneficial for you if you have documents that an agency can work with. Do you have like a branding style guide? Uh, do you have your colors defined? Um, do you have a buyer persona? Um, all of that. What other guidelines do you have? Uh, what's your what's your brand language? What's your brand personality? What are what are you working with? What are you trying to achieve and how do you want to be seen in the world and what is all of that? So that helps that helps an agency out tremendously as well. And also look at their own online presence because that gives you an idea of what kind of work that they do. How do they treat your own business? How uh, their own business? How does their own website look like? How does their own social media presence look like? Uh, I got mixed emotions about that. Although that's what I did in this case. And one of the reasons I hired them is because I'd like their podcast logo and their website. It was nice and simple, clean to the point, concise. And that's kind of what I was looking for. But I, I often, though, you know, there's an old expression, maybe you're a little young for this one, but uh, the cobbler's kids have no shoes. You know, cobbler's a shoemaker. These people used to make shoes by hand, right? So just like I used to build furniture, and I never had any furniture in my house that I built. Everything was somewhere else because I got paid for it, and I never had time to make my own. Um, I, I had friends who own this fairly decent size website agency. They built websites and software for five-star hotels. And they had some of the highest high-end clients in the world and did fabulous work. 
charged a fortune of money and their clients were very happy with what they did. And I looked at their website and it was awful. There was hardly anything there. And what was there was not good because they didn't want to take the time to make their website look great. I suppose if they didn't have enough clients, they might have done that. But since they did, I guess they figured, well, that's not important. But point is, you can't always go by that because sometimes people do great work, but they don't do it for themselves. That's true. Sometimes that's the case. But ideally, they would use their own stuff as like their flagship of how people see them. But sometimes that's the case. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I think what's really more valuable is looking at their portfolio because they always put up examples yes. of what they've done. Right. So that's much more important than just looking at their homepage You just find what what they've done. And I mean, I've hired people on sites like Fiverr. And, you know, there's all kinds of talent on there that sometimes they give you garbage and sometimes it's, wow, this is really good. Uh, but they all sound pretty good. I always look at their portfolio and see, let's see what they've done. Let's see what it looks like. What does it read? And that tells me a, a lot more than reading their description. Right? Yes. And the reviews tell you a lot, too. Yes, so do. what do past customers say? What do their testimonials look like? So you can get a lot of information out of that, too. OK. L last thing I want to ask you before we go, uh, what's what's better? Or I'm sure the answer is going to be it depends. But, you know, say you're on Facebook, you have a choice. You know, you could do uh, paid advertising and you could do organic right? social media. Ideally, you want to do a little bit of both. But you know, because there's so much noise and so much competition out there and, and they're crazy algorithms, you put your posts on, on Facebook and you only have a very small percentage of a chance that your even your followers are going to see what you posted because Facebook's algorithm cuts out 90% of it, right? So you can put all this work in and then nobody sees it because they don't show it. Whereas if you pay for an ad, it gets shown. So What's your viewpoint on that? Viewpoint on that? What percentage should you use as paid advertising of your budget, and what percentage should you use of organic, or is one better than the other, just depending on the circumstance? Yes, one is better than the other depending on your business strategy. Like, what's your engine of growth? Um, how you know what's your business model? Are you relying more on paid, or are you relying more on organic? Um, it's also a matter of how much time do you have? Organic takes longer to, you know, get you results than paid. Um, paid is good for testing. So it's great for testing stuff if you need to validate something really quickly and you don't have to the time to wait around for months or depending on, yeah, what when are you launching something? You know, you can organically promote, hop on other people's podcasts and talk about your new book or your new co uh, course or whatever it may be. But when that podcast episode takes six to eight weeks to go live, but you're launching in three weeks, then, you know, paid will be the better way to go. So it really depends on the platform on Facebook. I think everybody knows <laughs> that a purely organic strategy won't get you very far um, because the organic reach is so little. So you would have to go hybrid or maybe even go 100% paid 
or just use, you know, Facebook ads, but where the, the place where the action is actually happening would then be your website or your e-commerce store or wherever you, you know, drive the traffic and you just use it as a tool. So, um, yeah, it depends. But it's that. always good to go hybrid and not put all of your eggs okay. in one basket. Because you never know what's going to work, right? Yes, exactly. I think this is going to work it's great so and the other thing works and you don't, you don't really know. So yes. Also call to action is important. Are you, do you want people to click on, on your post and buy something or do something, or are you just trying to get them to go to your website and let your website do that work? And that's a totally different ad, totally different campaign. You got to know what you want the person seeing your post. You want to know what you want them to do, right? That's just as important as anything so Absolutely. that's a component yeah with paid you have more control i suppose but you could easily spend a fortune in very short order and so you got to be careful and that's I, right the other one is google adwords i used to spend a lot of money on google adwords and it was very effective for me to get my book publishing business off the ground but that was a long time ago i was paying 16 cents a click now the same exact ad cost me over two bucks a click and so I'm selling a $7 book. I can't afford to pay $2 a click. I'm not going to make any money. All right. So I just said, you know what? Forget it. I'm not doing Google AdWords anymore. It worked great back then. Now it's, it doesn't work. And people aren't clicking on it as much because there's so many more things to look at. So you have to be flexible and know when to jump off a platform and do something different. Yes, absolutely. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. the platforms themselves change as well. The budget that you need to see results from a platform change as well. Right now, everything is, you know, moving towards organic and away from ads. People are getting more and more tired of them. People have ad blockers. People skip ads um, as soon as they can. Uh, there's this thing called banner blindness. So people don't even consciously <laughs> see all of the banner ads that are on the site column of websites anymore. Um, and, um, yes, people just want to see content that looks native to the platform. And you of course can promote yourself and your business and, um, regular posts that you put out there and content that you put out there as well. And it's just less intrusive and less pushy too. And whenever you create a piece of content before you even go ahead and create it, the number one step that you have to do is do the research and define a purpose of what you want that piece of content to achieve and have some kind of plan in place, uh, whether you want to call it a funnel or not. I know that word has been abused a lot sure. <laughs> in the marketing industry as well. Um, but, you know, know the purpose that it serves to know the next steps that you want and need a person to take when they consume that piece of content and just know what happens next and how um, that plays into your plan of turning them from a stranger to a lead to a customer. That is what marketing is all about. Well, I don't know about you, but I learned a few things from Monique, that's for sure. And she's a pretty incredible young lady. I would hire her, in fact. And now a few final words, including contact information for Monique. You know your business. You're uh, well-informed. You seem to love it. Your enthusiasm comes across. Uh, and your pricing, I had no idea what pricing was like, but it seems very reasonable to me. And, and uh, you know, if, if I was going to hire somebody, I'd certainly 
consider giving you a shot. And I would think any of my listeners who needs some kind of digital marketing, any kind of digital marketing should talk to you because absolutely <laughs> you, you, you know a lot of it and you're at a great age. You're young enough to be plugged in to what's going on and what's trendy and popular, but old enough to not be like the middle school kids who think they know everything and don't know anything. Right. You're, you're at a good spot. Um, so I, I think uh, be a good bet to give you a chance. So how do people Thank find you? Thank you very much. Uh, you can go to the website that's dragon-digital-marketing.com. There's a lot of content on there. There's a free branding course. There's a couple of value-added guides and cheat sheets and checklists and templates that you can grab uh, and that help you out in your marketing. And there's a podcast as well. It's called the Dragon Digital Marketing Podcast, named after the agency. And there you can also find the links to the social media. I mean, I'm on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Clubhouse. So you're everywhere. Of course, of course, you're everywhere. All right. So <laughs> if I just type Dragon Digital Marketing, it's even into Google or DuckDuckGo, oh, yeah. it'll come up, right? That's so even that's, simpler. So everything yeah. will come up there if you just type right. it into Google. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>